Um, just want to warm up. Uncle Michael reduced his carbuncle to the size of a millimeter. Steamy Greg has four apples in his cart. Hello, welcome to the show. My name is Arnold Whipplebottom. Arnold Whipplebottom. Maddie, Maddie. Power, power, truth, truth. Angels, angels, angels. Power, power, power. Full, 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 full. So truth, 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 truth. Angel, angel, angel. So Story so corner. We have to. Uh, Story corner. We got to smoke the it up. The mood is set. The candles are lit. The roses are red. And the truths are told. This is part two of the story of Maddie Matheson, a man who's known no boundaries, no fear, no emotions. I like to call him the human goose asshole. One hole through everything enters and everything exits. Just a goddamn cavern of nothingness that somehow gravitates towards money and lasagna and restaurants and guest houses in Hancock Park and $30,000 vintage t-shirts. Let's fuck. All right, Maddie. Here's Hi, Alex. Hi, my guy. Great to do this with you. We're doing You're it. You're not strong. I'm pretty strong. You know I'll smoke you. That's what you said to me yesterday. When I you like, grabbed you and you were just like, you're not strong. I did. You like took your arm away from me. You're just like, you're not strong. I, told I wasn't you. holding on tight. Though. You were holding on for your dear life. I wasn't holding on that tight. So Maddie, way. where we left off in the story. Where the do we left? There's a lot that's happened in between. I want to start where we left off. Don't acknowledge the iguana people. Fuck, <laughs> fuck the lizard people. <laughs> fuck that it. was wild. What the fuck was the that? The fucking photo, the story with the photo where his dead mom winked at him and then he almost killed everybody with a bat. It's a lot. That guy lives down the street, and they know where I live. Just a heads Dude, up. Dude, straight up. They know reptiles. where you live, man. They came in my house. Like, so much shit. The energy <laughs> in my house is fucked we up. We need to smudge. We need to smudge. This, this we should smudge smoke. after every episode. We should smudge after this fucking episode. I don't believe in all that shit, but bring in the shamans, because my Bro, shit is... My, my energy. people... Dennis said at one point that the he has the lizards because the li people come from lizards. He said people are, are descended from lizards, which I don't really agree with. I don't think so. I've read some books. Anyways, the Bible. So where we the Bible? The Bible says we did, we came from ducks. We came from ducks, according to the Bible. Goose is asshole. Okay, so listen, um, where we left off. I like this. I part think there of the was story. just a fight. No, there's a fight. I like this. Let me tell all, the story. Oh, you guys, you guys beat these dudes up, threw them in the gutter, took their clothes, which is from an old pod, but you looped it into this pod. You ran in the house. And started drinking fire water and yelling, and you guys went for the Lord we're of the Flies. Up. And your old man came down, smacked you in the face because he had to establish like dominance. Back <laughs> he backhanded you, but that's what he had to. As another alpha gorilla, mm. he had to like. He came down. His primitive instincts came over. And he's like, if I don't, if I don't smack somebody, they're gonna take over the roost. And it was me. He had, and he got the smack. But it was amazing. Boy. It was amazing because I still think of it now, and I'm like, I remember him wearing his like shitty like house coat. You know, like your dad. Like a wardrobe? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, a, like, like a coming down in like a house coat. It's pretty funny. Like a tattered, like pink. Yeah, fucking you can wardrobe. see like his dick was like throwing, oh. like sleeping naked or something. Dude, seeing your dad's dick, like. It's the I, worst. It's just, I don't want, he's just seeing his old dick flopping around all the time. My dad used to walk around naked. Your dad, my, I heard about your dad used life. to have a lot of cock rings. <laughs> there is a story where Jimmy and the boys were helping my dad move 
from one house to another and jimmy goes what's that alex and he points on the ground and it's my dad's cock ring and i didn't live that one down for about five years but what are you gonna do <laughs> what are you gonna do i come from a long line of perverts so here we I are. like that um oh, so where we left off you guys stormed in the house you tried to you tried to establish your dominance the old man came we weren't establishing dominance we were just wiling out we were having a blast we were killing it we just beat up some dudes it's the ultimate like beat up some guys like stripped them naked they called trish a bitch so we like worked them it was great we worked them mom make me a pot pie your dad came down and said <laughs> yeah Shut four the in the morning up. just screaming screaming um so that was a good one i yeah, like that, that was story. a great one that was a great story so then that's like high school and then um, you know, and then and then well, before we let's before we leave high school, let's okay. go to my favorite story. Which one about the beef? Okay, is it prom the night? ultimate? The ultimate story. I know it's you've told formal. it. Winter formal. Winter formal. Now you've told this story a few times to me. I've told it all the time. I've I've told it many times. But how can we make it better this time? What do we What do we not know? What, what do we some, not know? Yeah, I think you know it's it's winter semi formal. Right. You know. Winter semi-formal. We're in Niagara Falls. Right. It's snowing out. It's late. Everyone's getting kicked out of the... the it's like a two-story motel. You yawn so much on this fucking podcast. It makes me sick. Thank you. And so it's a two-story podcast or whatever. Ow! It's a two-story like fucking motel. Okay. And there's fucking all the fucking piece of shit cops are showing up there's a bunch of like fucking little fights people are smashing in windows kicking in windows fucking whatever just canadian chaos yeah like everyone's just like whatever a bunch of you know white hopped up kids in niagara falls and all of a sudden the cops show up and the sh cops are fucking around we ran down because it's for, before cell phones so we ran down to a payphone to call my parents and be like hey you got to come pick us up the party's busted up and then we, whatever, we're walking back to the motel and we can see that fucking obviously my brother and a cop are kind of fucking around. They're arguing, they're doing something. And we all kind of like fucking circle this cop and we're like, what the fuck you doing? And my brother's like, hey, he fucking like, he cut, he like kind of cuffed me in the face. And we're like, yo, what the fuck? You can't fucking punch people, you know? What the fuck? Who are you? You're a fucking, like you're a fucking man. We're fucking teenagers, you know? Right. Like, who the fuck are you? And we're chirping cops and we're just being like, what the fuck? Which, which in Canada, yeah, in LA, you're done. You're done. You don't even get to that. There's no, what are you doing? You're just fucking smoked. Right. right. There's no, there's no fucking around. There's no right. like, hey man, like you're just. There's fucking, no, hey man. There's no, no like a bunch what of like, you doing? white privileged kids no, no, circling no, no. me like, yeah. hey man, what no. are you doing, copper? Yeah, you're just getting fucking beat. So. Yes. Okay. So, well, we're about to get beat. So <laughs> we, we're just like, okay, what the fuck? And then we're like, give us your badge number, man. Yeah. And we're like, fucking whatever. And then the cop takes, he like does something. He like takes his badge off or something. Ooh. And then, and then he like fucking punches my brother in the face. And then. Now when he punches him, does he tee off or is it just like a, like, does he go? He kind of just like, no, no. Like the cop is just kind of like pushing him and then just like kind of just punches him from standing. Jab. Like, right. yeah, just like a punch. He punches him. And then all of a sudden, like literally out of a movie, my brother just like turns around and like sees me kind of like <laughs> smiles and then just like fully turns around and deads this cop. What? And just cop drops. As a, as a younger brother. As a younger I gotta, brother. I have a, I have a young brother. Yeah. I'm his big brother. Yeah. Right. You know, 
as a younger brother. Brian. Not Brad. Brad. Okay. <laughs> so, so as a young brother, seeing your brother do that is like you just saw Excalibur. All like, of a sudden, Rage Against the Machine starts playing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Fuck you! I won't do what you tell me. Yeah, yeah. just like Zach Delaroca comes out. He's like, like ah! Tom Morello's on the top of the motel playing a guitar solo. Is <laughs> this like fully like Rage Against the Machine is playing on the roof of this motel just now? Teenage heaven. Yeah. Yeah, teenage. We're just like yeah, and then all of a sudden we're all like. Ah! It switches from like cheering to be like fuck, and we and literally we start fighting cops, Amazing. and so we kind of char- we run at the because co- like in my brain it was kind of fucked. Like we just like it was an instinctual thing, and maybe our our complete ignorance or like white privilege allowed us to like charge cops. It's small town shit. Small town shit. So There's- we kind of charge cops, and then instantly like fifty cops just roll. Right. And we start getting stomped. We get pepper sprayed. Right. They are like, literally, there's like four cops working my brother. Right. And like, just fully like boot, like stomp. Boot party. Yeah, yeah. Like really fucking them up. And at one point, I'm, I'm being held one arm, like both of my arms are being held literally by like one cop each. And then one cop's just standing in front of me, just like feeding me in the face. Nice. And then like opening my mouth and pepper spraying me in the mouth. Oh. And then just like feeding me. And I'm just like getting like, uh, 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 <laughs> just starfish. <laughs> just getting work. And then they drag me to the back of the cop car. Yeah. And I'm like handcuffed now. I'm in the back of the thing, just like black, like just all fucking mangled, pepper sprayed. And then literally like every like five minutes, it seems, a cop just comes, opens the door, pepper sprays me and closes the door and just like walks away. And then eventually they pull me out of the back of the cop car and I'm up against like the cop car and I'm like, fuck it, fuck you, you fucking pig, fucking fucks. And I'm like tweaking out. And they're like, we fucking, and the one cop like comes in and he's like, we killed your fucking brother. You fucking don't hit a cop. Your brother's fucking dead. Fuck you. Your brother's fucking dead. And then I'm just like, no, he's not. He's right there. He's three cars down, you idiot. And I'm like chirping. I'm still like, you can't take, I'm fucking me. You know, I'm just like, fuck you. He's not fucking dead. Right. You fucking fucking idiots. idiots. And then he like legitimately, it's like out of a movie, this guy, he kicks out the window somehow. Fuck. And he kicks out the fucking window. And then all the cops run over back over there. And then we finally get to the police station. It's like 6 a.m. by this time. He gets brought into another cell. And, like, he gets pumped again. Because once he gets to the cell, then they're like, oh, you like to fucking fight cops. Right. He gets worked again. Right. I get brought into another cell. But there's a few other of our buddies with us. And we all get put in individual cells. And then my dad rolled. We finally get a few hours. Few hours go by, whatever. Uh, and my dad comes and he grabs us all. Uh, he brings us to the hospital so we can document it. Yeah. So we can get like photos and all checkups and all this kind of shit. My dad's fucking. He's yelling at us, being like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" Yeah. It's really fucking scary shit. Yeah. And and then uh, once again, like all we get back to my house and like all of my friends are there writing out statements for my dad got all of the kids to come and freshen their memories, write out full statements. And our one friend who kind of saved the day memorized every single person's like badge number and license plate. Oh, just, was that just like, it was this guy, Tristan. He's the guy with Asperger's. Just Dude, like- he memorized before there was no fucking cell phones. Right. 
he memorized license plates and fucking badge numbers. Crazy ass shit. The Rain Man in the crew was like, and that like saved us because we could pinpoint who was there. Right. And we went to. We ended up going to court for like two years. Right. And these two, the main officers that like the two big guys, like the one that my brother smoked. Right. Who when once he got up, he really worked Steve. And uh, and then, uh, but it was still whatever. It, it's still like there's nothing. There's for for us. An outsider, a freak, a fat kid, a kid who used to paint his fingernails, dye his hair green, get called a faggot, used to get like, you know, like just for anyone that has been like stepped on or like crushed and hating society to see your older brother like drop a cop is right. the coolest thing in the history of fucking older brothers, you right. know? Yeah. That was like, I was like, he's like saving Rapunzel. He was just like yeah. the coolest there isn't any, you, and you, anytime you tell that story, anytime I've told that story, it, it, it is, it, it, it's, it, it's like almost unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, that he, like they just didn't pull their gun out and like shoot him. But For like, sure. you know, like, uh, but we just, whatever. It was like a good old fashioned fight. And how was the damage to, to beef? He, we just like, he got fucked up. His eye got fucked up. He had to get plastic surgery. Okay. And, um, nothing broken, no broken jaw, lost teeth. No, nothing. Internal bleeding, nothing. No, nothing. He got fucking jumped like five times by the cops and nothing. Nothing too gnarly. Really? Even, yeah, like not a lot. Like I can, I have photos of me. Yeah. And it's like not that bad, really. Right. Like it's like, it looks like I got like rash guarded all over my face and some stuff. And I got like fat lips and that's it. Really. We got potato out. heads. It's crazy because it's just like I still have never had like a fully closed black eye punch out. I'm hungry right now. Who can I order from in a safe manner? Don't worry. Get off the phone and go on your app and download DoorDash. DoorDash is the app to order right now. Get all the yummy food. I am craving Chinese, Mexican. I want some pho. I want some soup. I don't know what I want. I'm going to order all of them. DoorDash has got you. DoorDash is the best food delivery app in the, in the galaxy, the entire universe. The universe. And right now, Oh, it's so easy to order on the app. Right now, check this out. I'm on the app. I'm hungo. I'm hungo. I want the app. What's going on? Easy to order. Contactless delivery. Is that restaurant on it that you love, that you crave, that you miss? Yes. Now, right now, our listeners, listening right now or watching, watching or listening, you can get $5 off your first order. Of 15 or more. Zero delivery fees for the first month when you download, download the DoorDash app and enter the code PTN. All right? That's $5 off the order. Your first order, zero delivery fees. When you download the DoorDash app in the App Store, enter the code PTA. Now, enter the code PTA. DoorDash. Don't forget, you go to the app store. Right. Like I, I always said that like I have a potato head. I used to, when I used to get really fucked, there was one New Year's and I had a lineup of my friends at a house party punching me as hard as they could in the face. Okay. Like I have multiple friends that can contest this. 
And I would be the drunk guy being like, punch me in the face as hard as you can. But don't. And I'd Where? be like, and in I'd the be nose? like, nose, in the cheek, fucking anywhere. anywhere in my face. Right in Hit me. Eye. Punch me in the eye. You could take it. Not a problem. I had a potato. Like, I was just like, and I like, dude. <laughs> Big old fucking melon head. Just dude. And that was my, and then I later, if it was your birthday, I yeah. would like sneak up to you and I'd give you what I'd give my friends black eyes for their birthday. Oh my God. And so like I used it and I, <laughs> one time I did it to my buddy Jimmy and we were in the park and I just like snuck up on him and I was just like, boom. Cause I would just do it with the back of my head with my knuckles. So like, I know that I would like, you know, give him a black eye. Yeah. And I would just be like, boom. I was like a backhand. Yeah. And it was and cool. Jimmy was so bummed. He was like an art dude. He's like a pretty big artist now. But it was so funny. He emailed me some photos the like literally the other day. I haven't. We, he's got like three kids now, and he's all grown up. And it's so funny because he sent me like all these photos from that time. Right. And it's just like amazing. And he he sent me a photo of him with his black eye. It's fucking sick. But so you guys played rough. But it was like in the funnest way. Right. Yeah. yeah I, I don't. I even think of that cop fight. I think back on it, and I was yeah. just like, it was like. Being like rubble rousers. Nothing traumatic really happened at the end of the day. It was actually kind of sick. Yeah, besides us having like, because uh, 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 we had to go to court yeah. because my brother had like assaulting an officer charge. Right. Which is not good because every time you get pulled over, you're going to get oh, fucked right. with and right. like crossing the border and just having a, that assaulting an officer charge. So we ended up going to uh, court and we ended up winning and getting like early retirements out of some multiple officers. Oh, no shit. Yeah, like, because it was just a bunch of fucking, imagine, like, dude, it was in front of half of our high school. So the kids So imagine, won. like, every fucking white kid in town shows up to court, <laughs> and we're like, yep, that's the cop. Those guys were beating up all of the kids. We're kids. Yeah. I was in grade 11. Right. You know, like, that's a, that's a, that's a 17-year-old kid. Right. Fighting men in Canada. Like, that, like, okay, with a lot of witnesses. Right. Anyway, kids, so that the, was a nice time. The kids won. Dude, kids won that one. Yo, fuck cops. One for the kids. Fuck them. And um, you know that. And the thing about cops, my a lot of I've I've publicly said multiple times, like fuck cops. I hate fucking cops. And a lot of people, because I talk about how my grandfather was the chief of police, they're like, how could you disrespect your grandfather and all this bullshit? I'm like, yo, fuck cops. Till the day I die, fuck cops forever. I love my grandfather. He never once spoke about the job. Never fucking. We never played with his uniform. He never. He never once spoke to us about his job. He was a loving grandfather. That it was completely separate. I never even knew he was a cop. Really. Right. You know, but as long as cops are fucking their brand, I always say, I love the guys. I hate the brand because right. I'm friends with a lot of cops, actually. Right. But fuck cops because they're fucking you can't fight the cops that you like. They're out there killing people, being protected, and they're fucked. So it's just like, anyway, fuck cops. I hate, I hate cops. All right. OK, good talk. Powerful truth, Angel. So then uh, where do you want to go from there? That's high school. That's high school. And then high school is oh, great. Hold on, hold on, I, hold, like, on, hold, on hold on. Trish. Let's so me Trish. and Trish are Trisha. Where did you meet Trish? The first time you saw Trish. The first time I saw Trish. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. Let's talk about that. So I had audio video class. Okay. With her best friend, who was also named Patricia. Okay. She was a ginge, and I was just like, gross. No, I love gingers. Kidding. Anyway, so I kind of had a crush on Patricia, the other one. And I used to call them. They were like the two 
you know, Trish was like a goth, like PJ Harvey, yeah. fucking, you know, whatever, goth. She was a goth. Right. And her, her lineage is all goth. She's like the baby of four sisters that are all goths. Nice. And her family, her oldest uh, sister used to go see like Ball, or not Ball House, but like um, Susie and the Banshees. Family of bat women. Yeah, like capes, like capes, white paint, and like, yeah, real, real goths. Big tits. Real goth, all, yeah, big, yeah. yes. They big all, they're goth. a big Italian ladies with breasts nice. and um and they were they were a team like the pat i used to call them the pats and i whenever i'd walk by them in high school i'd be like hey pats like that being was, like that I was did, your get down you're just like Ugh. yeah i just like Wah! hey trish yeah, yeah but i didn't and then and then the very first time like i i saw trish all the time and then uh, the very first time we were at a um, every year, there's a, a festival called the Friendship Festival in Fort Erie. So it was the unifying music festival that unified Buffalo, New York and Fort Erie because we're just separated by the Niagara River. Mm -hmm. Every year they get mediocre Canadiana type bands to play and whatever. We were there at the fest Friendship Festival. We're watching. I'm really high on mushrooms. And all of a sudden... Patricia Heard and Patricia Spencer like roll up. And I'm like, oh my God. I just grabbed them and I just started making out with both of them. And I just like, ah, what? And I'm just like making out. We're at the festival, free spirits. I'm on shrooms. And we're just like kind of all making out. And we're like, ah. And we're all just making out. And I'm just like stoked. And this is the best. I'm making out with two chicks and it's great. And I'm like, this is the best. No, wait, ah! had, you, had you ever hooked up with either one of them before? No. It, it was just, just like one of those off. moments. Yeah, it was like one of those you moments. Just knew. You're like, well, I was just high on mushrooms and I grabbed them both and started kissing them both. And, and they were like with it. Yeah, like, they were kind of with it. Were, yeah, triple kiss. Having fun. And then all of a sudden, I think something clicked and they both like started like laughing and then they just like ran away. Right. And I was just like, okay, blah, 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 blah. and then I went on with my idiot self, and then right. I didn't speak to uh, either of them really ever again. And then I got a phone call from uh, one of Trisha's best friends, and I got the phone call from this person, and my mom's like, "Yo, like, uh, what's her face is on the phone?" And I'm like, "What the fuck?" And I'm suspended from high school at this time for something stupid, and it was right around prom. And I was like, fuck, is she going to ask me to fucking prom? I don't want to go to prom with her. And I'm like, I got to take this phone call. So I go upstairs to the kitchen where the phone is. I'm like, hey, what's up? And she's like, what? Hey, what's up? Don't ask me to prom. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck you calling me for? Yeah. Like, hey. The fuck? Like, high school dude. Like, yeah. hey. hey. And, and she's like, will you go to prom with uh, Patricia Spencer? And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I made out with her before. She's like a hot goth. Yeah. I was like, let's get it. So it was just dropped in your lap. It, and then, and then all of a sudden, I like she's like, well, here's Trisha's number, call her, Woo. and I'm like, I get Trisha's number, and I call her. I'm like, hey, what's up, Pat? Like, what's good? I was like, why don't you come over to my garage and smoke a ton of weed? And she's like, oh, okay. And she comes over, and it's just like 20 guys in my garage, and I'm like in the back, and I'm just like, hey, come on in. Like, That's fun. And then like Trish just like walks into my garage, and we're all just like wearing gas masks, smoking weed. What is this? I'm like, sit down. And then we used to have, um. We had a foot heater, so we would just pass the foot heater around because it was so cold in the wintertime. So we would just pass a little foot heater around, and then I was like, hey, Trish. And I was like, come over here. It's warmer over here. And I set her up with the foot warmer. Yeah. 
And then, and then she hung up for, I think she maybe smoked weed. I'm not really sure. And she's like, I'm going to go. And there's 20 dudes here. They're all stoned. Yeah. Everyone's just stoned, like eating boogers and like making fun of chicks. Probably. Let me, let me just, just hold on. <coughs> hold on. What about like the way you, the way you approach all that shit with Trish, right? There's yeah. No, like you never were thinking about what you were going to say. You're just like, ah, fuck, come over. Have I ever smoke. thought about anything? No, I didn't know if you've always been that way. That's why I'm asking. This know. has been me. This is you. From, I've this been is the, the through line. Just blah. Is, yeah, kind of. Okay. Okay, grip just, it, rip it. Okay, grip it, rip it. Sure. I don't know. All right. I'm always dumb enough to jump, you know? That's right. And so, um, and then the next day or whatever, then I like walked her out to her car. I think I gave her like a weird, awkward peck. Like she was like, I'm not here for like, a ca-. like I was just. Uh, I'm not here to make yeah, out. Like, yeah. Like I got, I was like stoned. I was like, I'm going to make out. I was like, made out with you like a year ago. Yeah. And um, and then like the next day, I think we went on a date. Nice. And we went on a date, and the date was like we went and got chicken finger subs from the gas station, <laughs> like a fucking Tim's. Went down to Tim Hortons, grabbed some double doubles, and we went down to this dock I know down on the river, and it's this like old sketchy dock. And we went down on the dock and hung out on the river, ate some subs, made out, drank coffee. The fuck. <laughs> You went down to a dock by the river and ate fucking hoagies? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's my, that was like our first like that's, official date. That's like a small town Canada date. Just I guess so. Looking over the Buffalo skyline. Wow. It's not it's safe. You can just, it was like romantic. Or it's still it? there. I can show you the dock. I have photos. Every time I go by, I like, like I drive by, it's on the south end of Fort Erie. The trash is where it happened. Yeah. Like, I, and she's like, yeah, I know. That's where yeah. we like, yeah. Okay. Okay, Maddie. So. And then. It kind of, I don't know. It's crazy. And then we just have been together for like 20, 21 years. I don't even know how that works. It's crazy. And me and Trish are the most perfect couple in the world. Okay. Because we work together and we compromise and we hear each other and we learn from each other. And I've made a lot of mistakes. She really hasn't made too many mistakes. Yeah, I think Trish is doing a lot of the compromising. She's doing a lot of the, she's, she has, it wasn't easy. There was a lot of long, long periods of like me being a blackout drunk. Right. Being a, uh, a chef where I would work for 12, 15 hours and then not come home. Um, uh, this one time I was going to go on a date and it was a mess down there. And I'm talking down there about my dick. And my balls were hairy. It was overgrown. It looked like a bunch of tarantulas on spring break in a fraternity for being hairy. I don't know. It was horrible. So I thought I'd clean it all up. Got the old shaver out. Got a lather going. Did a little couple glides. Looked the other way. Sliced my dick. Big, long slice in my dick. So then I'm wrapping my dick in toilet paper, trying to stop the bleeding. And suffice to say, the night was ruined because no one wants to pull their pants down and reveal a long, scabby mark on their penis. Kind of a deal breaker. I don't want this to happen to you guys. I want you guys to be smooth. I want all your genitals to be fucking sculpted and smoother than foam. I want them to just be like marble, okay? Now, this is where we talk about a little something I like to call manscaped, all right? Start taking notes because ball slicing and dick cutting is a thing of the past. Time to get your private foliage in the best shape of its life. No more cuts and nicks with the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0. This is their third generation trimmer featuring advanced skin safe technology so you can keep your bad boys nice and smooth like a porcelain statue. 
The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. When I tell you this thing is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. 90 minutes! It's a lot of shaving. You can shave a lot. You can shave everybody in your apartment with that time on that shaver. One of the coolest features is, is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer, more precise trimming. This is like a sniper rifle for your nut hair. And let's not forget the charging stand. Show them why we're off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a rapid charging dock powered by USB. So many people have written in stories about how the Lawnmower 3.0 has changed their lives. They even included pics so I could see the smoothest for myself, and they're not kidding. Some of the smoothest piles of dicks and balls I've ever seen in my life. You need to try this out for yourself. 20% off plus free shipping with the code PTA at manscaped.com. 20% off plus free shipping with the code PTA at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code PTA at manscaped.com. That's 20% off. That's 20% off. That's 20. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code PTA at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code PTA. Your partner, your dick, and your balls will thank you. You know? Because you're out partying. Because after. I would, yeah, I'd leave yeah. at one. Like my my curfew, Trisha, like when we started like living, because we started, we went to, to different colleges. Yeah. So then we started dating, go to prom, hang out. Then she's going to London, Ontario. I'm going to Toronto. That's like a two and a half hour distance. So then I go to my dorm. She goes to her dorm. I'm going to Humber. She's going to like Fanshawe for fashion merchandising or some shit. And, and then, and then we have like, we go straight into like a long distance relationship. Mm -hmm. But for me, you know, I think it was just like, we, I, I don't know. We did like, we had a connection where we just like, I don't know. We just, I love, like we loved each other right away. You guys had just instant kinship. Yeah. Like I never, all right. through college, I never had those moments of like, Hey man, like uh, maybe like this isn't working out and I want to start fucking all these chicks in my dorm. Like I never right. really had to have, like, I think like, because I don't know. I never had to have those moments or stresses really. I just always, I always love Trish and Trish always like kind of loved me. Yeah. Cause you know, I, yeah. And Trisha loves me. You know, it's crazy. Huh. No matter the amount that I can say how much I love Trish, yeah. I know that Trisha loves me 10,000 times more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trisha is like gothically in love with me. Right. And in a sense of like, if anybody ever fucks with me, if anybody ever says anything negative about me, she like psh, squashes it hard. Right. And like, I've even been in situations where I've like thrown a beer on some fucking girl's head at a house party because she said something I didn't agree with or something. And <laughs> right. I threw a beer on somebody. You didn't and like then, her makeup. And then, and then all of a sudden she like spits in my face and then Trisha walks in the room's like, what's going on? I'm like, yo man, like this girl spit in my face. And then like Trisha's like, what? She should be lucky to have your spit on your face or something. I don't know. There's, she just fights people for me. She's the best. We were just like ride or die. Like it was a crazy... Um, it was great. And the thing is, like, she comes from such a, an amazing household. Like, her, she has a beautiful home on the lake, and her dad's a dentist. Her mom is a beautiful mom that took care of all of the children. And she comes from such a fucking great family. And I come from such a great family. That's it, why you guys collect connected and stuck, because you guys both come from wholesome Places. I think so. Or families that have like, we, we both come from homes that are, you know, nobody's perfect. I'm not saying like anything's perfect. I'm saying there's chaos. Obviously there's chaos. There's craziness. There's times where maybe, you know, there's crazy shit. Yeah. There's crazy fucking shit. No family is fucking perfect because nobody is perfect. So everyone is fucked. But 
we both come to family. We, we both come from families that are, my parents have been together since they were 16. Mm. Her parents have been together since like they were like 20. Right. And I think that like, that is attractive. Like I, I always, no matter how chaotic my life was, I always knew that I wanted children with her. Right. No I matter what was going on in my way. No matter what. Through. Like I always knew like she would be the mother of our children. And I always, and then even like, and we've had some rocky, rocky, rocky years. And like, even like around year 10, we had a bit of a, you know, we had some time away from each other and stuff. And, and it, it, it's still like it, 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 at 20, when we were, I was like 26, we had some time away from each other. And when we came back, it was very difficult. It was very harsh. It was, it was very intense. You had to re re meet each other. And yeah. And Trisha had to like, she made me like become a different person you had to earn her trust again I, trisha, yeah trisha was your first and she's gonna be your last a hundred percent and now no doubt no doubt and now we're in a position now where trishy and me are in like the craziest position because we have two amazing children we own a farm and now i all i'm doing is trying to like set ourselves up so we can have an amazing life. Right. And I'm doing exactly what I want to do. Right. And I'm running restaurant. We're, we're opening restaurants soon. We're doing like, how is this even real? Right. And it's just like, it is an amazing thing. My whole life where it's just like, I never thought I would be famous. I never thought not that I am like yeah, you're just saying that, but I'm known famous is a little crazy. Famous is a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not famous. I'm yeah. like well known. Some people know you. Some people know me. Right. I, I mean, you do. You. But do, it's just I, like I will say when you, you people do. Baby, like drive by out of cars. Like yeah, the people known. are asking for photos. I'm, I'm talking known. shit, but you are. You got. I'm you known enough. Yeah. I don't think I'm famous. Like I'm not. I, I don't think I'm Brad Pitt. I don't think I'm like a. a, a you are definitely e. Brad Pitt. I'm an yeah. E. I'm E or G. J K. J K. I'm J K. I'm an L. You're an I'm L lister. L. Yeah. I'm an L lister. I got a podcast with you, so I'm like literally nobody. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. So it, it it it's um, you know, with 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 restaurants and being a chef, and and the thing too that I think we both love is that we have such an amazing life now, and and we both earned it because it was so chaotic and I was such a mess. But I was always good enough at being a chef that I never really lost it. And I was such a psychopath and I was such a fucking selfish asshole. And she was always just always never lost that light in me, I guess. Right. Where she I was always still something to her. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. and she always believed in me. Uh -huh. And then when things started picking up and I started like, you know, when I got sober, <clears throat> that was like a wild, wild thing. So when I got sober, and this is the thing, you you know, when I'm making fun of you about your kitchen, and you're like, you know, I've never seen it this clean, and it's really nice, and you're like, you've always been with Trisha. You've always had Trisha protecting you. A lot of my friends say the exact same fucking things. Uh -huh. And when I got sober, I had to figure out if I was codependent or if I, like, where I was on that whole thing. And what I was really contributing to our relationship. And if I was just using her. Mm. And if I, I had to. My, the scariest thing for me when I got sober was, do I really love Trish? Ah, or am okay. I using her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is the fucking gnarliest. And I've never really said that publicly. Right. But it, it, it's that's the truest. You had to get honest. I had to that. get very honest. And I had conversations with her about that honesty and about being like, hey, I just want you to know 
that these are the things that I'm thinking. And I really hope by the time I'm done doing all of these things that I wasn't using you. And I really hope that I'm like, I, I think that I, because I do think that I love you. And I, and I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. But I'm going to do a lot of this work and step work. This is why you're living with her or not? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Uh, what do you mean living with okay, her? Okay, you're doing the step work and you're telling her, hey, I got to figure out if I love you or if I've been using you for your whole well, just, life. Or just like, Where are you living? You're living under her roof? We're living together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're back. Hey! We're living together. Omar. Her, give her some water. Omar, some you water. need some water? Yeah, yeah. It's over by the... Omar! It's in the, it's in the set. It's back there. Yeah, she needs water or food. That's why she's barking. Hold on, Omar. Omar. What's that? Okay, we can keep going. We're gonna keep yeah, going. We're, we're, we're trucking. in it now. We're trucking. Omar, go. Go. Omar. I gotta get, hold on. Okay, you deal with Omar. Go, go. So Trish knew she backed she backed this horse. She backed this horse. Uh she had my number. She had investment. She backed the, <laughs> she she some, backed the some, right horse. The horse. Your horse. Her, her. And, and, and she was and, gonna back you. What? Listen. Whatever the fuck happened to you, she had your back. A hundred percent. So if you would have ended up being a fucking degenerate dude, could well, I think we were before I got clean. I think she was like it was. I was gonna lose her. Right. She, she was because she got to put her foot down. Well, she's like, I'm not. I'm yeah. Like yeah. I'm. You you can't lie to me about using drugs when right. because after my heart attack. After my heart attack at 29, I I turned into a really crazy person right. because I had to lie. I had before I was good time Maddie. I could do coke in front of anyone. If I showed up at your house party, I was I wasn't a guy that would hide in the bathroom and do drugs. Yeah. I'd do it openly and just be talking to you and like fucking do key bumps. Like it was like I was like, what? Cocaine's different than smoking cigarettes? Yeah, yeah. Who the fuck are you? That's, You're that, gonna judge me? <laughs> right. Like I was that guy. Right. I'd yeah. be like I would do coke in front of anybody. I was I'd be talking to somebody and I'd be like, oh yeah, cool man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, like yeah, I didn't, yeah. I didn't. It wasn't embarrassing for me. Right. I was. Do, I think it's weird when you go in the bathroom and hide it, and you come out, and you're like, oh, hey. Yeah. It's just like, no, I'm doing coke. I fucking love cocaine. Like cocaine's the best. Do you want to do? Oh, you don't do cocaine? No. Okay, perfect. Oh, you, you don't know. You don't know. I, how remember, good this I was is? with all these okay. amazing, like, high-profile chefs in New York one time. Yeah. And we were at this event, yeah. and I was fucking. We went to this crazy party, and I'm with like literally some of the best chefs in the world. Yeah. And I was just like, do you guys want to do coke? And they were like, no, no, no. And I was like, I do a bunch of coke, and then I just walk right back. I was like, hey, do you guys want to like do some coke? And like literally, I found out the next day, I, I was like walked out of that party because they were like the best chefs in like the world visiting from all over the world at this thing in Brooklyn and I was like just doing coke like in this thing and I was just like hey you guys want some and everyone was like what like, who is like, this be guy polite and go hide and yeah it. like, every, like no one there's like journalists in the room yeah. like I was just like a maniac you have no fear for your reputation or no. who might hire you you don't give a no, fuck no I didn't like, give a fuck ah. about yeah cocaine is the best cocaine rules and uh what was I saying you anyway, did, you did coke with abandon in front of anybody. So it's a so 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 so. But but anyway, so so that was like, and I was doing that after my heart attack. And so I was Trisha was a, she didn't give a fuck that I was using drugs. She give a fuck that I was lying ah. because I had to lie because no drug dealer would sell me drugs. None of my friends. If I walked into a bar, <laughs> if I walked into a bar in Toronto, yeah. there was a point where I was not allowed in a lot of bars. <laughs> right. I was banned from my own night or like the nightclub that was connected to our restaurant. I was barred from my favorite, like 
I really wasn't allowed to go into Ronnie's. I wasn't allowed to go into the fucking embassy. I wasn't allowed to go into like all of these bars. Can't go in the embassy or Ronnie's. Well, these are my favorite. Anyone from Toronto, no, like those are my right. best friends bars. I, I've spent more hours in Ronnie's than anywhere else in my life. Probably. Fucking Ronnie's, man. Bro, the best bar. It's. I went in there the other day and brought Mortimer fucking some dumplings. And we. I, I hadn't been there in years and years and years. And I went there. It was like five o'clock. So I was like, it's like, it's slow. There's nobody here. Come by. And I brought him some dumplings. And I just sat in that bar and I was like, fuck. I have thrown up on that floor so many times, so many fucking times I've thrown up on that floor. And, um, but I was, I was lying. And Trisha, the whole thing, when I had my last two, my last night on November fucking, I think it was like November 10th. Cause I, my clean date was November 12th. Because I don't count the last day I drank as my clean date. So November 12th was like my clean date. And and um, and everyone, like, I was going to lose the restaurant. I was going to lose the restaurant. And they were and, and they were all like, we're going to tell Trish everything. My restaurant, the partners. They're like, we're going to tell Trish everything. We're going to tell her that you're, like, stealing a lot of money from us. That you're, you're doing coke, like, every night again. And we're not After the heart attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so and you're and, trying to destroy yourself. I was deep. I was very emo. I've never been because it's truly I am this happy guy. I've done like I don't have a lot of demons. Right. And I've dug deep and, and I'm like, I'm very broken. I've had a lot of trauma and I've dealt with that and I've forgiven and I've understood and I've done a lot of crazy stuff. But and, the trauma's got nothing to do with this personality. Which no, is this like this was this. different. The personality has always been. This is it. Ah, kiss me, fuck me, snort it. Like yeah. that's it. That's been you from jump. Yeah. No, you don't think twice about nothing. You just go. No, I go. That's got nothing to do with what may have happened or what. No, may have I think it was just like right. I'm just like uh, the middle kid. You know, I right, want right, that right. attention. Right, right, right. I just want that attention, and and then um, yeah, and then I stopped, and then I had to figure out if everything was real that was around me. Right. Okay. You know, and then and then and 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 Trishy, like when I started getting it clean. It was one night we were talking and she's like, you haven't talked to me this much in like 10 years. And I was just like, uh, what do you mean? Like we talk all the time. She's like, we've been talking for hours. When was the last time we've even seen each other for hours? You, you, I see you in the morning when you're hungover and you like beg me for a blowjob. And you know, and I'm just like, Trish, suck it. Oh, dude, suck it. You, please suck yeah. it. Yeah, and then smells. and then and then she's like, I see you when you're fucked up, and and she's like, this is like this is like high school shit, and it really kind of sparked something. And we've been together for so long, and even the crazy thing too is I didn't even ask her to get, like when I got clean, like it took me what like two years of being clean. To even ask her to marry me and then because i never even like i like i never even thought of marriage i never thought of anything like i was like no you don't need a piece of paper i was like you're my you're like we're partners like this is a thing i don't need a piece of paper to say you know being punk or whatever the fuck it was i was like i don't want the government knowing i'm married to you you know i'm like we are together we're partners we're like fucking you know and, and it's crazy now because i even think like she always she would say that like we're like soulmates and i always make fun of her i'm like oh yeah we're soulmates it like clicked and i'm like and then i'm like 22 21 years down the road i'm like dude there's nobody else i'd want to spend the rest of my life with and i'm like and i see us growing old genuinely i see us building these children and 
and, and developing our kids and, and helping them become whoever they want to be. And it's like a, and it, all of the life experiences I've had is now I'm at this position where a, I'm, 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 I've never had money ever. And I've acted a fool even with my money. Not that I have a lot of money, but I have enough money that I, I can do stupid things like walk into Gucci and buy a bunch of stupid stuff. And then I was like, okay, I got to stop. I never walked into Gucci I when guess. I was punk. Right. So why the fuck am I? I didn't like that shit when I had nothing. So I'm trying. And, and, and the last. Those, you bought those furry loafers a few years ago. I bought, I remember? remember? Yeah. I bought the furry loafer. I have a ton of. of, <laughs> of um, Which I wanted to buy those. those were I'll give them to you. I still got them. They won't fit me. What do you mean? My, we have the same size feet. I'm 13. size 13. No, you're not. You're yeah, not. I'm size. Yes, we have the same size feet. Oh, shoot them. Shoot them. Special announcement. Keeps. Keeps.com, baby. Powerful Truth Angels coming at you. Once again, we got some male pattern baldness coming straight to the dome. Straight to the dome. And you got to prevent it. Before it happens to you, and if it happens to you, guess what you can do? You can go to K-E-E-P-S dot com and slash PTA. And there, you're going to get an amazing gift. You're going to get an amazing, you're going to get the first month free. First month free for K-E-E-P-S dot com. Keeps dot com. Prevention. Guess what? FDA approved. Get ahead of male pattern baldness right now. Keeps, keeps, keeps coming. PTA, baby. First month free. Get it. So it, it, it's one of those things where it's just like because of like getting clean, working with vice, all of these things have made this weird fucking building blocks. And I also reference like building a sh your own shit house because it's just like everyone has a pile of shit, right? What can you make your shit out of and into? Mm. So if you have a pile of shit, yeah. a hot pile of shit stinks. Yeah, You can't really do much with it. But if you were to take that shit and build it into like a little shit brick, uh -huh. and start a little shit wall and yeah. build out a little shit window, a little shit door, yeah. You take it and you make something out of it. That's that's crazy. But it but then all of a sudden, life isn't perfect. But you still, I would rather have a shit bricked house, yeah, made out of dry shit because dry shit doesn't smell. Okay. Than a hot pile of shit over here, because okay. it's the same fucking shit. You're making lemonades out of lemons. Yeah, right. but a shit house. I like okay. the shit bricks. Shit house. Fucking shit brick. Okay. Fucking shit house. Wow. And okay. so. Now I got my own shit house with my beautiful wife and my my powerful children, and, and and you know Trish is in this place where she gets to garden and we're planting this crazy vegetable garden next season. And we're doing all of these things, and it's just like this will add. This is another giant brick in my shit house. Right. This podcast, and it's just like all I'm trying to do is like I kind I came from nothing. I was a good enough chef to get where I needed to get. I was a good enough drug addict that I didn't die. Yeah. And you got lucky. I got dude. To do dude, after my heart drugs. attack, yeah. after my heart attack, I literally every single time I fucking shoveled coke in my face, I had to verbally out loud be like, fuck it. <clears throat> and I never had to say fuck it before. Right. And then that's when I knew 
when I went into the rooms that I was a drug addict. Right. Because every single time, oh, there was no you didn't. Have I had any, no. I was no the guilt. most ignorant. You I had, had zero guilt. guilt. You're like ah. I never right. had a. I There's never no had guilt. guilt. You. Yeah, you don't yeah. Have guilt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no guilt. I get it. And then and then that was the biggest thing when I when I would when when I first started going to meetings it was it was I always talked about the lying because I never I never was a liar, you know. And then all of a sudden I turned into this like wild psycho. I was stealing from this guy. I was taking this. And then it was like a thing when I really got clean, when I was still just like the chef at parts and labor and I wrote out every single dollar that I stole or owed, then it was $36,000. And I had it on this big stupid piece of paper and I had a whole grid and I, I made this like Excel sheet and by the end of the year, I was gonna have it paid off. And it was right at the exact same time that I started doing stuff with Vice. So I had just a little bit more, not that Vice pays a lot of money, but I had a little bit more money than what I was making as a salaried chef. And so then I could just chip away at it. Right. And, and then all of a sudden I realized that, and the thing that I think makes me obsess about like money and success and because I never really had it growing up, like fully, you know? Because we were just like that that family that was like one shoe a year type of family. Right. And and when I paid that off, I felt a feeling of um financial financial happiness. Or like a happiness that I was just like, this is a crazy feeling. I don't owe, I'm debt free. You were free. I was debt free. Right. And and then I was on a path. And then I was just like, now I'm not free. Instantly I was like, I'm free. And then instantly I was like, now I need savings so I can quit my job and become my own man. Right. And then I was like, Trish, how much money do I need? I want to have one year's worth of bills and everything. And we're going to be okay. And because Trisha was always a successful person. She was a, she used to be the store director of the Urban Outfitters. She opened the biggest Urban Outfitters in Toronto and ran. She was like the opening store manager. She ran that store for years and years and years. Then left that and was the store director for J Crew. And she opened all the. There's I don't know. She, I think she opened up four J Crews in Toronto. Uh-huh. So she was always successful. And then when but when I got clean, the thirty six thousand dollars, I could have borrowed that probably from Trish. And Trish is like, I'm not paying your debt on that. I've been on this ride. I'm not giving you any because I kind of was like, hey, like maybe we could borrow money from your parents or do something. <laughs> Still being manipulative. Right. And she's like, no. She's like, I'll change how we live, but I'm not gonna give you my money. And so then I was like, okay, what does that mean? And she's like, why don't we, hey, check this out, move from this. We we were renting like a nice house in Toronto, uh, in Parkdale. It was like a three, well, it wasn't a whole house. It was like the first level of a house. And we found a one bedroom apartment on top of a fucking Momo store, Momo shop in Parkdale. Fuck is a Momo shop? Momo, the Tibetan like dumplings. So Loga's Corner is this like pretty sick fucking Momo shop in Parkdale. Okay. Shout out to Loga. And we lived in a one bedroom apartment. It was 950 bucks. And because we moved into this one little bedroom, one small, like the whole apartment was the size of this room. Right. And we lived there and that's how we could financially like live and I could pay back my debt. So she changed her living circumstances to allow me to, to, you know, 
She's just a boss. Sacrifice. Yeah. She sacrificed for you. Yeah. Many times over. And now I'm just like, all we're doing is having like amazing children and like she gardens and just like it has the best life ever. And she wrote a kid's book and she's just doing all this amazing stuff. And I think it's amazing. And I think she's like just taking a, a little bit of a break because raising children is literally, you know, people make fun of it. It's like, oh, it's the hardest job ever. Or, oh man, I, I could stay home and fucking hang out with these kids all day. I wish I could just, stay. I'm like, man, raising kids is watching. And because Trisha, like, is it's not like you just watch a kid. Like she plays with them yeah. nonstop. She's on her hands and knees and she is heavily involved face-to-face contact with her children at all times. She's the greatest, like, powerhouse mom i feel like raising if you have two kids and you're a mom and you're like a stay-at-home mom yeah i feel like there's a point at which you have a break from reality as a as a mom yeah i've just seen it in like women my mom friends, zone you're in the mom zone lives. like I, sometimes i look at them like you're not here like because it's too much it's like i you know it's just like oh. Oh, like 24 hours a day just like yeah constant you're not you're not even yourself you're just like this caretaker yeah right so you snap yeah, exactly. But at the same time, I think me what I'm really good at is making Trisha like um, we all, we have we're like we need to keep your identity. You're not just a mother. You're still Patricia. You're goth. We're, we're you're still goth. Like you want to put on like PJ or put on the cranes. Yeah, just put on the cranes. Real fucking. Yeah. And 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 you know like that's the thing where it's just like yo like we we still want to be ourselves. I think this is like very common. This is how all people most people are. But it's just like. I think it's, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm just in such a happy place genuinely because of like, I, I, I thrive in the mud. I lived in the mud for a long times. I can dip my toes back in there and like sleep on couches. Cause most of the time I like to keep things chill where it's like in Toronto where I stay, like if I'm in Toronto, I don't have an apartment in Toronto. So I sleep on my friend Marika's couch. So it's just like, I like to st- keep things like, I don't know. Oh, I still so, like to keep things punk. Ooh, so punk. You sleep on a couch. <laughs> well, it's just, it is humbling where I'm like, I don't have, like, it's just like, I don't have to, but it's just, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I just, I I, I just, a really I just sick, slide one in there, you know. I know, on. jab me up. Yeah. But it's just like, maybe I, I'm going to sound like a pompous loser, but it's just like, I don't have to sleep on the fucking couch. I gotcha. really like sleeping on the couch. I really, that's my safe place. My safe place is Marie <laughs> fucking Christy <laughs> and Alex my three best fucking friends and we're on the, they have a giant couch and marika's got this beautiful house that she bought and fucking ran out she, she's the best and and i sleep on that couch and every morning everyone wakes up and we make a pot of coffee and we all sit there and we it's the best and then like if trish and the kids want to come up because marika's been she's been our friend for fucking like since day one right. so it's just like it, it's just amazing to have friends and you it's amazing. Build, you build a life. Know. You got a life. I got a life. life. That's, and what I, it means. That's what it means when you have a life. That's a life. You know, right? it's yeah. a life. And it's a crazy fucking. It I don't is, have a life. You got a life. You have a life. You have a beautiful life. I know Alex. I have a beautiful life, but not like You're, that. Not like that. I think you have crazy stories. And we're going to get to that on the next uh, Powerful let's, Truth. Let's that, not. We're going to dig deep on Alex. Let's not do that. Because, you know, uh, anyone exact- with a past like Alex. <laughs> because, you know, I've had the opposite things where, you know, I could fight cops. And, and not get shot where you, you grew up in L.A. And it's a very different world. I grew up in a small town where there's 16,000 people. Crazy. You know? That, crazy. I grew up in, And now it's crazy. I live back in a, a town where there's only 9,000 people. Crazy. You know? Like, that's yeah. where I live. Like, it, it's... I, I go to the end of my driveway and I look and it's fields. That's tight. You know? Like there's that. five houses on my road. 
I want to get out there. Dude, we're yeah. going to podcast from the cabin. We're going to make George and uh, Yeah, Jason you guys are all going to come out. Well, we don't really, we only need one to come really because they don't produce or do anything. They just set up three cameras. <laughs> Who knows if the fucking shit's even in focus. He produced a, f- a smoke machine too. Jason is come on. He, Jason's he, on board. He's a fucking nah, shit they, shoveler. They, He's they, a shit they, shoveler. We're, I like it. We're making it happen. We're making it happen. Um, um, so, you know, we learned a lot about uh, ourselves today. Today was the, the episode that we were not, we did the thing we said you would never do, which is talk about Trish. Yeah, but I, yeah, yeah, Trish I guess life. I, I just talked d- a lot about Trish. We didn't Trish. go dark on Trish. We didn't get into your sex life or the butt play or if, if Trish. 22 is- years of uh, marriage or life together, you know, you got to keep things spicy. Yeah. You know, don't become lazy lovers, you know, reciprocate. Get, you know, yeah. I always, I like to, you know, I, I get her where she needs to go first. Absolutely. I get her because then I can, you know, I underperform often. Yeah. I underperform often, you know, yeah. so you got to take care first, make yeah. sure she's where she needs to be. Absolutely. And then, and then you have like fake passionate sex or something. I don't know. <laughs> nice. What? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think, Jason? Was that an hour? This episode was brought to you by an iguana. I love you guys. Powerful Truth Angels number 67. It's a wrap.